Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 140 of your favourite Formula 1 show. Today we return with, of course, Jamie183 for a US Grand Prix preview. Uh, Jamie, how are you doing, my guy? I'm good. I'm excited for the Formula 1 this weekend. Um, and yeah, it'll be another sprint race, just like Qatar. It's good to be back. And yeah, the US Grand Prix are always quite quite funny. Just because the amount of celebrities that you get there that Martin Brundle annoys on the grid walks is always a highlight of the weekend whenever in, they're in the US for me. So I look forward to that. Yeah, I mean, the, the last US Grand Prix, of course, back in Miami earlier on this year, we, we had the iconic um, driver walkouts, didn't we, that everybody hated, apart everybody from loved. Yuki Tsunoda. Uh, <laughs> he, he was quite into that, bless him. Um, but of course, you know, quickly before we dive too far into the show, if you're watching this on my main channel, we, we've only got probably what, 15 episodes left of Knowing Wheel wow. on the Matt 2 and 2 YouTube channel. It really does feel like the beginning of the end. Um, it's kind of wild, but luckily it is not the end of your favourite Formula 1 show. There'll be a link down in the description below to the Knowing Wheel channel where all the podcasts will be going live exclusive in 2024. And, of course, we've quickly got to do a sub update. Jamie, apparently you've been gaining some subs for some reason. Yeah, I just checked. I'm on, I'm on plus six in the last 28 days, which is a little bit crazy considering I haven't uploaded a video in over two years. So I'm on 547 on my personal oh. channel. We're up to 250, bang on. So wow, we're a quarter so of a way to a thousand. There. Um, but yeah, we're still just under 300 away from Jamie. So that gap so, is still continuing to come down. Yeah, get on subscribing from my own channel. I, I'm, it's not going to get any videos on it anytime soon. Um, and yeah, go go subscribe to the podcast channel, please. I reckon what we should have done now in hindsight is convert your channel to the Knowing Wheel channel. That actually would have been quite smart. That, that could have been quite a sensible idea. Yeah, never <laughs> mind, we, it's too late. We're way too deep now <laughs> to be going back on that. But yeah, obviously for those of you that you know enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, you, you're going to get a lot more of us over the next few weeks because we're back with a triple <laughs> header, aren't we, Jamie? Uh, we and including two sprint weekends. We are, and there's an awful lot of Formula 1 to come over the next three weeks. So yeah, I'm not sure uh, how much of it I'll be able to watch live. As uh, Yeah, I don't, <laughs> not much of it this season, but... Um, We'll be here to yeah two podcasts a week for the next three weeks. I get to speak to Matt so much; it'll be lovely. It's going to um, be beautiful. Um, I mean, the races yeah. are quite late in the evening, so you might have a better chance. Oh, are they? Than oh, there you go. I guess the Las Vegas would be quite early, wouldn't it? Start Vegas is six a.m. Sunday morning. Oh, easy. But that's not part that. of the triple header. Oh, is it not? Well, no. There you go. That shows how much I've been paying attention to the calendar this season. Yeah, um, we, we've obviously got the USA this weekend, Mexico, and Brazil forming a triple header. Oh, sweet! I can watch. Two out of three. Nice. There we go. <laughs> we love it. We absolutely love it. I mean, I don't know if you're aware, Jamie, but the sprint race this weekend for us in the UK uh, is at 11pm. Nice. Okay. Wow. <laughs> why, 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 why is that? I'm guessing it's because all of the US people that are going to the Grand Prix, they've probably, I don't know who they've hired, but it's probably like Taylor Swift or something. Uh, and obviously oh, yeah. they want to make sure that they just stay to watch her afterwards rather than just leaving. Yeah. So Taylor I mean, Swift isn't playing for four people. I would, yeah, I would stay for Taylor Swift more than the F1. What, what staggeringly I found out, because I, I can't remember if it was last year or whether it is this year, because my brain's now all scrambled. 
Um, but I believe actually the US Grand Prix was like one of the cheapest concerts to go yeah, to it probably would for be. one of these musicians, which is absolutely wild. Yeah. Um, cheapest because they've really struggled. Like three fifty pounds or something. Well, they've the really struggled seats. for tickets for Kota for some yeah. reason. I guess it's in the middle of nowhere because America's really big, which I don't know if you knew, but uh, yeah, and Kota is quite a long way from Austin. They just say it's Austin, Texas. So it's it is a ten bit... miles south, I believe. If David Croft does really? not lie to me inside the F one game. Well, I suppose even so, getting getting to Austin, Texas from anywhere in America, you have to get on a plane, basically. So that will make it quite annoying. Yeah, there's the potential there for it to be a bit frustrating. Um, but of course, we have we've actually got some new stories to go through, um, rather than just rambling on throughout the next half hour or so. And I guess the first one, then, Jamie. Has got to be Hass's B spec car. We've hyped this up, or you've hyped this up. What <laughs> yes. are we expecting? And oh, a new podiums. livery. Three, four, easy. Probably Magnuson on third and Hulk fourth. Most likely. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Every every B spec car this season, except Alfa Romeo, has hit the ground running. So, yeah, obviously we had McLaren bring a B spec, and suddenly they were finishing on the podium from being nowhere. Um, I'm not saying that will happen, but. If they're in the conversation with Aston Martin and Alpine, I'll be very happy. I love this. So for a bit of background fuel, Jamie now has decided he's going to start pushing the agenda that the Alpine is better than the Aston Martin uh, before we did today's show, (laughs) when it's just strolls bad. I was saying that Alonso still has an okay, not an okay chance. He has like an outside chance of finishing second in the championship in what is currently the sixth fastest car. And Matt was like, it's not the sixth fastest car. It's fifth fastest. (laughs) Mm. Let us know in the comments what's faster, Alpine or Alonso. Aston Martin, yeah, basically is the question <laughs> we're asking. Um, but of course, you know, even if Haas, yeah, like I said, can get into that fight, I mean, let's be fair, it's Haas, we're not expecting them to be fighting right at the front, uh, mainly obviously because they just are Ferrari's customer. But it would be wild, wouldn't it, if suddenly Haas have got the potential for podiums and then we've got like six, oh, I mean, it's still Red Bull out in front. Um, but, you what, know, if they were sort of there beefing of McLaren. That could be quite wild, couldn't it? Yeah, I would. I would love to see. I think I had it in a dream actually over the last weekend at Holt oh, Stadium in Austin. Deary so. me. <laughs> shocking behaviour. Tells shocking you how behavior. exciting my life is. That is like sickeningly disgusting. It could be a prophecy. I don't believe it. I think it's you have some really <laughs> poor dreams, my friend. Um, we shall I see. Mean, yeah, I'm not optimistic. I think, you know, if it allows them to score a few points before the end of the year, you know, obviously they're still locked into that battle with Alfa Romeo um, and Alfa Tauri kind of, and Williams, you know, Alfa Tauri are, are probably a bit too far back. Williams, in the terms of the points, are probably a bit too far forward. Um, you know, maybe, you know, it could even be just that they beef well, with... 11 Stroll. points if if Hulk gets a fifth place somewhere. Yeah, but he won't, is my well, point. Well, why not? He because it's fifth. Hulk. He got a fifth place in... Well, he should have had a third place in Australia if the stewards did their stewarding right. He should have um, had a podium there. That was quite funny. <laughs> still still salty about that. One of two point scores all season, but we take it. <laughs> and to be fair, as you pointed out a few weeks ago, he scored in Aust- He was going to score more in Australia. He'd scored in Austria. We're heading to Austin. Exactly. exactly. Who knows? And he's very good at sprint weekends too because he obviously got the front row... No, that wasn't a sprint weekend. He got the, the sixth place in Austria sprint. Uh, would have scored a podium in the sprint race at uh, Qatar if Ocon hadn't would taken he? him out. 
Everyone when was on softs ahead of him. Maybe maybe fourth, sorry. He was, was going to finish. I thought he was on softs. He was running fourth out of the medium runners. And all of oh, us okay. were dying. Okay. So. Could have yeah. happened. And more points robbed because the French can't drive. And uh, yeah, we're going to Aust- Austin, which is another good good sounding track for him. And yeah, he used to do well here at Force India back in the day. It's all looking good. I love just listening for a couple of minutes each week to Jamie's absolute hopium um, on the It'll show. Happen. He's going to get a podium before he retires. We still believe. I, I don't think he'll retire until he gets a podium, but he might get booted <laughs> again. Um, you know, mm. Pastor Maldonado and two did he else get booted for? Ocon. It was Ocon. So two very, very good drivers Two there. very poor decisions from team managers. Well, cash money, baby. Um, <laughs> another driver that, you know, talking about drivers getting booted, uh, we're, we're going to segue that one beautifully. Um, Sergio Perez has been given an ultimatum, apparently by Red Bull, that he must finish P2 this year, otherwise he is getting dropped. Now, that means that obviously Hamilton's mistake in Qatar might have bigger ramifications, but it might also mean that Hamilton's got a better ch- or Mercedes has got a better chance of beating Red Bull next year if they're still lumbered <laughs> with Perez. <laughs> That's harsh on Perez. I think he'll take the winter to reset. But yes, if he Hamilton... will he be P two? Are you saying he's going to finish P two? <laughs> Hamilton is thirty points behind Perez right now. Yeah, Perez reasonably should be able to keep that, but this is Sergio Perez, so who knows. It only takes a couple of like P4s, P5s for Lewis and P9s, P10s for Checo, which yeah. sounds ridiculous on paper, but is not unlikely anymore. And the way um, things are going, especially. like It could be really close by the... You know, it would not surprise you if that's one that goes down to Abu Dhabi at the end of the year. I think Hamilton will still have a mathematical chance getting Abu Dhabi, but it'll be like he'll need to outscore him by like 15, 20 points or something. You reckon he's only going to take 10 points out of him between now and well, then? Think... Bearing in mind, we've got how Hamilton, many races, including like, sprints? Mercedes Seven? is not... Mercedes is probably the third best car right now. Yeah. And that, if it's a normal weekend, limits Hamilton to P4, 5, 6. Yeah. Like, especially the way the McLarens are driving and Verstappen, obviously. Like, is a bunch of P4s and Perez getting a bunch of P8s. That's that's what an eight, a that's six point. That's easily difference. enough, Jamie. <laughs> that's easily enough. But then there's gonna be some race. Perez won't lose to Hamilton every race. Sure. Won't he? When was the last time Perez beat Hamilton? <laughs> what, uh, Monza. Oh, Qatar. Yeah, I suppose. For then yeah. Monza, yeah. I, I think there's a, generally now we've sat down and thought about this a bit more. I reckon there's actually a legitimate chance here. But if Perez um, has a normal weekend, he finishes second, and Hamilton. Yeah, but six. he doesn't, does he? Well, he had a, he's had a couple. Recently, when Belgium and Monza, the tracks that oh, so before and just straight after the summer break, (laughs) yeah, it was only four races ago. Dearie me, dearie me, dear. I love if you had to put money on it, where would you where would you put it right now? Perez or Hamilton? We're not going to start gambling here, but well, no, hypothetically, if I was a betting man, what are the odds, Jamie? Yeah, you you seem to live on Betfred apparently. Uh, I don't know, I've I don't have a betting account anywhere so okay. i just use the formula one document uh formula one article each week i'm like who's gonna finish second it's usually lando norris so <laughs> fair enough fair enough um yeah i think i i'm gonna say hamilton wins that out. i reckon hamilton's gonna finish second in the championship for what the fourth time in his f1 career oh seven when was the other ones 16, uh, 16 21. 21 yeah all deserved. Imagine that. Seven world titles and you finish a runner-up four times. Well, Ridiculous the Michael did that stats. too, didn't he? So. Did he? Did he finish Pretty. second four times? 
I think. Oh six, ninety eight. Uh, ninety three. I think he was second. Was he? No, he, he can't have been. Senna was ninety three. Senna was definitely was second. High up. Yeah. Let's have a look. I'm on the oh fourth. Never mind. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just chatting rubbish as usual. Um, and I'm not having nineteen ninety seven either. Yeah, ninety seven counts. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pushing your agenda as best as possible. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm going to genuinely say Lewis finishes P2 this year. Nah, I'll back Checo. He'll get a P2 at Mexico, like always. Will he, though? Will he, will he be announcing his retirement there, though, Jamie? That if was Hamilton's put, already that was caught put to up bed to immediately by his agent, by the way. Yeah, but they're not, they're not going to go, oh, yeah, no, he's going to announce his retirement yeah, there. <laughs> Otherwise, he's already done it, hasn't he? I, I don't know, Jamie. I really, really do not know. Um, oh, Formula Academy? They, they've announced a new calendar for next year, Jamie. Are you, are you excited for this? I will not probably not watch any of it. But that, not because I don't want to, because I barely watch Formula 1. So <laughs> I do not have the there time, sadly. There you go, sadly. ladies and gentlemen. Jamie183, a sexist pig. <laughs> you won't watch women in Formula 1 cars. It's, it's a shocking made... revelation. If they made highlights on the 4 to 1 YouTube channel, I would probably give them a watch. They do already. Do they? Yes. When was the last time they raced? A long time ago. Okay, I haven't seen them in a long time. <laughs> you just already dug yourself a hole there. <laughs> um, but yeah, next year though, uh, obviously they're actually racing alongside the F1 calendar this weekend, I believe, uh, in Kota. So I might try and see if I can catch those races. Uh, but yeah, next year they're going to be joining the F1 circus at Jeddah, Miami, Spain, Zandvoort. Singapore, Qatar, and Yas Marina, which seems like one of the dumbest junior calendars I've ever yeah. witnessed. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, you couldn't really split it across the globe anymore unless you went to Japan or Australia. Um, I, I reckon... You are going to Singapore. Yeah, you, you literally couldn't split it anymore. Yeah, unless you went to Australia, yeah. basically. I mean, it would not surprise me if they announced that Formula One Academy in 2027 is racing on the moon with the way they're expanding <laughs> yeah. this thing. And it's... they've got uh, about two months on average between each race, which is great. That's great also wildly... I mean, no, apart from the last two races, they're, back they're back, a week yeah. apart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've got no problem with, of course, them wanting to try and showcase it a bit more. And I understand, of course, that they don't want to clash it too much with F2 and F3 weekends. Mm. But I think that's because they're worried about drawing comparisons more than anything else. <laughs> they're the same cars as F3, are they? Or have I made that up? I believe they're slightly slower. Okay. Yeah. But even so, this calendar is wild. Like, two Middle East races. No, three Middle East races. That will go down well. Oh, yeah. They're great. <laughs> I mean, sports washing FC. Why not? Um, one in the US, two in Europe, one in East Asia. It's like, wow, great. Carbon neutral Formula 1 2030. Love it. <laughs> we love it. We absolutely love it there. Um, but, you know, we, we to balance it out, we have also said, you know, it's it's genuinely also only viable uh, because F1 are pouring so much money into this to all of those teams as well. Um, yeah. So I guess that, you know, it's, it's kind good, of why they're It's a good thing to. to be. Yeah. It's a good idea. I just think the, the calendar I mean, I guess it kind of works as well in the regard, of course, that most of those races are in the evenings for us in Europe. I guess so, yeah. So it'll be something to watch a bit earlier in the day. Um, yeah. 
But it, it still seems like some rogue choices. I mean, they should have just thrown Baku in there or something like that as well, just to just to keep the rogueness up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a Formula Academy new calendar for next year. Yes. Danny Rick is back, Jamie, this he weekend is. in is. his Alpha Tower. Ricky Bobby, as he was. Ricky Bobby, him, ready for Kota. Uh, I'm not surprised he made it back for the American Grand Prix. He absolutely loves it. That's like his second nationality, pretty much. So, yeah, I think it's good for him. I'm glad to see him back. But obviously, I like Liam Lawson quite a lot. So it's a shame to see him go. But yeah, if he can, like, like he did in in Hungary, I guess, come in and immediately perform quite well, that'd be impressive. Because it's basically like a second first race back for him because he's been out for so long now. Well, this was the question I was going to ask. You know. Did he perform that amazingly in no, his two races Hung- back? Hungary was okay. Hungary Belgium was okay, but then Belgium, he got... He not cleaned up by Sonoda, but Sonoda was clearly quicker. He was, yeah, he was definitely second All best. weekend. Um, but Lawson hasn't showcased that once, really, to Sonoda, has he? Apart from the mistake in the sprint in Qatar, I believe he's beat Sonoda all three times? Um, yeah, four times. Wait, no, I'm looking at him compared to Magnussen. Yeah. Um, well, Sonoda got a DNS. Yeah, apart from Qatar, Lawson was ahead of the other three races they both started. Yes. Yeah. So what happens now then when Ricardo doesn't beat Yuki? You know, not not saying he has to beat me every single time, but what happens if he doesn't, you know, what happens if it's quite 50-50 like it was in the two races they did together? Because Lawson's come in and proven that Yuki is beatable quite easily. Yeah. Um, and you know we we kind of said this all season, didn't we? That Sonoda was doing a good job it's at that okay Alpha Tauri, yeah. but we think it was massively overplayed. Because the race was yeah. pretty poor. I what, think, what do we say yeah. if Ricardo doesn't, you know, clean up in a way that Lawson has? I think it's generous to say Lawson's cleaned up. Sonoda's been quite unlucky. Lawson, I think they've been pretty equal. But if Ricardo Lawson's comes in, Lawson's often worse, had a better of him. Yeah, if Ricardo comes in and does worse than Sonoda, then I guess too far along the road now to turn back so they're stuck with this lineup next year so um, well, I guess it then raises the question doesn't it because what Liam happens Wilson? if well no what happens if Daniel so what happens if Ricardo doesn't beat Sonoda but Perez loses to Hamilton they sign Lando Norris that is a very good point <laughs> and who then goes to McLaren does Ricky Bobby go back does Lawson get the call I up doubt, Alex Palau I doubt Ricardo does uh I could see a while where Lawson ends up there. I could see. Can you? Who else would end up at McLaren? Sainz could I go doubt, back. I doubt they put a rookie up. To be honest, I don't think they really can again, can they? With uh, mm. with Piastri still, you know, he's don't get me wrong, he's it's comfortable in say. that team, but I'm looking, not really convinced he's ready to be a number one. Looking at the current grid, you would say, yeah, if someone like could they tempt Albon? He's in obviously in for the long haul at Williams, but with enough money. I'm not convinced Albon will want to go there. The way I think Albon's very, very happy in his safety of Williams. Yeah, I don't know. But I think, yeah, if... To be honest, if Perez doesn't beat Hamilton, I don't see a world they promote Ricardo or or uh, Sonoda. I think they probably just... Well, go, basically, go it's been said, isn't it, <laughs> that Ricardo is replacing Perez. It's kind of what they... You know, and even if that's just to sell a few T-shirts for six months before they kick him to the curb again. <laughs> um, it just is... I mean, I guess they go in, of course, now, because obviously the reason why Ricardo left was obviously Red Bull was clearly favouring Max mm. back in 17 and 18, which, you know, hindsight is a beautiful thing. 
Can't blame out, them right? too much for. <laughs> but of course, you know, when if Ricardo comes back into that team, Max is absolutely the big dog now. And Max is going to roll like roll him over. He would, probably, he probably. steamroll him easily. Yeah, I guess it just depends on how well that car suits Ricardo as well, doesn't it? It's such a weird thing to because I don't think we've ever had it in Formula One, have we? Where a car suits one driver and no one else as ridiculously as that Red Bull does. I just think Max is a lot better than all the teammates he's had. I, no, don't get me wrong; I think he's a better driver <laughs> than all the teammates he's had. But I think that's been massively compounded, yeah, by the handling of the car. You know, you look at Perez two, three years ago. We were saying, you know, he was a potential world beater in the future again. What? Because he was you pocketing know. Stroll. Well done, mate. Yeah, but he did twenty twenty one. Sorry, twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty one. He wasn't far away from Max on a few occasions. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, it's kind of weird how he's just fallen apart. Killed each other the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It's, it's all a little bit a weird. Lot to see. I do think Ricardo would do well, though. And it would be good to see him back. And he's going to absolutely love it. Because, yeah, every time he's in America, he just he lives his entire dream. I saw he did some donuts in Nashville, so he's clearly ready to return. He's ready. He's ready to vibe, is he? Um, <laughs> we'll bring it back to Max Verstappen, though, Jamie. Because apparently, today, he said that once his Red Bull contract expires, he could be tempted by Ferrari. Like every other driver. <laughs> Is he going to do Sebastian Vettel 2.0? Is he going to break the curse of drivers going to Ferrari and getting the soul beaten out of them? <laughs> Who knows? I I mean, it would be quite cool to see. Yeah, I mean, in 2028, 20, isn't it? He'll, he'll have had 12 years or 12 and a half seasons at Red Bull. Which probably, is mad. Probably eight world championships by then or something. No, um, three. <laughs> so... Yeah. Could it happen? I could see it. He'd be 31. That'd be quite a cool transfer. But then again, he's, you know, 2026 comes around, he's six titles in. It's probably just going to be like, yeah, well, I fancy getting 10 titles and just ruining every F1 record ever at Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't care about the records, does he? Does Max Verstappen? Well, I think you, you said it wouldn't change his life. And then when he won the title in 21, it clearly did. So, <laughs> yeah. I think always for Verstappen, he's been very, very careful about saying that he doesn't care about the records. More just in case he doesn't beat more of them than he hopes he would. Yeah, He's always the impression I've got. Because let's be fair, you know, don't get me wrong, Hamilton and Schumacher absolutely deserve those seven more titles each. You know, very easily both could have had more than that as well. Yeah. Um, but of course, there is an element of right place at the right time still. But that's the same with every Formula 1 With every champion. great driver, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, of course, you know, it's, you know, sensibly for a driver of Max's calibre, you know, easy. Two or three titles is, you know, a given. You know, at some point or another, you're going to be at the right place where you can do it. Yeah. But seven is a very, very different kind of thing, isn't it? Um, that being said, though, if, if he ever went to Ferrari, I think they would morally kill him inside six months. <laughs> I feel like Max would get so done with Ferrari. He'd be done by the end of round two. I think he'd have to take GP with him. I don't I even think that would work. I can't imagine Max with anyone else. No, it's, like it's a, a weird thing to think about, isn't it? Because, I mean, it just feels like we're slowly getting to that point, don't we? Where, obviously, I was thinking back to Jamie. There was, there was, a, there was a German man, about ten years ago at this point, mm-hmm. who was at the absolute top of his game. At the world yeah. at his feet. 
Won a and couple of races in a row, didn't he, one time? Won a couple of races in a row. <laughs> and we were kind of there like, you know, will anyone stop this man? And pretty much immediately, that fell apart. Yeah. And he went to Ferrari. Obviously, Verstappen's probably got a couple more world championships in the bag before a big rule shake-up. But it was always the quote from Fernando Alonso that sticks with me about Seb. And I, you know exactly the quote I I'm going to exactly say. I know exactly where you're going. It was phenomenal. But he go and find always it says, he always said, you know, he'd be interested to see what Seb could deliver outside of Red Bull. And I just feel like that quote is becoming bigger and bigger with Max Verstappen. Because there's still, it just feels like we held Seb in such a high regard. <laughs> like, he made us both bored of Formula One for a period. Well, everyone was you saying, know, like, he was. I remember there were so many like news pieces that he was the obvious heir to going to break all the records, going to be the one yeah. to get eight titles because he was twenty six and he had four in four a row. World and it's like, why? Why would this stop? He's There's also, no... <laughs> I, I want to say as well, one of the only drivers of all time, multiple world champions, more than two, to have then lost a world championship and never won one again. I don't know what you mean by that. Like, when (laughs) any other driver, you know, has sort of won more than two world championships, they've often won two, not then won one, and gone back and won again. Mm. Seb's one of the only drivers I can think of that hasn't then come back and won another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Max and Seb are the only ones to have won their first three back-to-back. Yeah, Um, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I do think that um, that quote is phenomenal. I think it was something like, Seb has proven he can be the best when he has the best car. I think what Alonso said was like, uh, one day he'll have a like he'll have a car yeah. like the rest of us. If he's finishing P four, P five, P six, then these four titles will be bad news for Seb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is exactly what happened. I mean, we're not trying to rinse Seb too much in this podcast, but um, yeah, Alonso is the goat, one of the goats. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um yeah it really does it, it's just one of those things that will be a fantastic experiment in the future um uh, we got a couple of tiny little news pieces belgium uh that your contract's been extended for another two seasons so we get that on the calendar till the end of 2025 which i'm of course very happy with jamie have we got to go to the belgian grand prix one day we already have it's the only time we've Completed met in per- it? no it's not the only time we've met in person anymore is it uh, we, we, we went on holiday together two months ago yeah cheers. two months ago we, we did left a, a left a long lasting memory for you uh, you certainly did you probably you lost most did. of the memory too fair um, <laughs> and we don't talk about that Bernie Eccleston <laughs> is once again a fraud we're quite once happy again. to announce ever since cutting term one with Jeremy Clarkson in Monaco he's been cheating well he definitely cheated before that as well but uh, definitely <laughs> Yes, he has avoided jail time, but he is a fraud. I don't know what for. Uh, So he has been discovered, Jamie, of hiding £650 million from the tax man. From the tax man? From the tax man. (laughs) um, In a Singapore offshore bank. Classic. Except for the fact that HMRC did a big thing going, now we've finally caught up with him. And reading into it a bit deeper, it's the second time he's done this. He had £400 (laughs) hiding in a Singapore bank in 2015, I think. So how do they know necessarily that they've caught up with him and there's not like another there's 800 one, million yeah. hiding somewhere? Yeah, I mean, he's what? He's 92 or something. No, he's not. 92 with like a three-year-old child. I just made that up. If he's actually 92, that's wild. He's 92, um, I believe, with a wow. three-year-old. So surely he's never going to use his 800 million pounds, is he? Just, you know, reveal it and give it to the government. Why are you... Okay. Follow well, the rules, bro. Follow the rules, okay. <laughs> um... 
Predictions, Jamie, or quiz for the US Grand Prix? Let's do the quiz first. Okay. I am, um, yeah, not looking forward to this. I think you'll like it. Okay. I think you'll like it. My brain is so, not in the right headspace today, so. Okay. Jamie, it's a pretty simple one today. You're bringing it back. Okay. You've got to give me top three from Kota, Kota Grand Prix. Okay. 2022 backwards. You've got to give me the top three in the correct order, otherwise it's game over. There are a lot of points available for this. I believe like 30 points, I want to say. 30 points. I I kind of back myself, but also the second, third place is going to be a bit rough. Exactly. I I wanted to give you a better challenge. I don't want winners. I want top threes. Well, you do want winners as part of it. I want winners Um, first. I want first, second, third. 2022. Was Verstappen Correct. Lewis Hamilton should have Correct. should have won the race if he drove faster and actually defended his position. If he had a quicker um, car. <laughs> and, almost won the race in the fastest car. And who was third place, I wonder? Because obviously as soon as you get this wrong, it's over. <laughs> well, this could be a short quiz. <laughs> it might be a very short quiz, but I like those sometimes. I remember Max had to overtake Leclerc after his last pit stop, which was really slow. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Leclerc. It might be over. Bang on! Oh, good. You got the first okay. one spot on, Jamie. <laughs> they did. Did they race? They did race her in 2021. They did race her Max in 2021. Max won under huge pressure from Lewis. Uh, yes. I have no clue who was third between Perez or Bottas. It was uh, probably... I am also trying to find <laughs> the results because normally would... on Wiki is fine. I, but... I have no clue. I think it was. I think it was Perez, because I think he had three podiums in a row towards the end of the season. Um, I'll go Perez third. Give me one second. Oh no, what have I done to it? I've what lost have you it done? entirely. Uh, you can't oh, get this stuff here, here we can go. you? I, can um, I, I think Perez got third in t- like Turkey, USA and Mexico. Back, Jamie, like in a row. you are correct. Oh, we'll take that. Bottas famously finished a minute and 20 seconds behind Lewis. Nice. Down in P6. <laughs> Because wow. that was when that was when uh, Red Bull pretty Red Bull. much had closed up to him in and the championship. And leading the constructors in Mexico, didn't they? Um, yes, but no, they were one point back, weren't they? I thought. What the year before, twenty twenty, they didn't race there. They didn't race in twenty twenty. Twenty nineteen. Six for six so far. Lewis confirmed his sixth title that race, but Bottas won. Correct. From Hamilton in second. Correct. <sighs> I uh, I want to say Max was. Daffin, I think, was there, but I'm not confirming. Hold on. Correct. Anyway, is that? Oh, good. Okay. There we go. Yeah, uh, and they um, were 45 seconds clear of the rest of the field. Yeah. Uh, because, a... there you go. So Hamilton beat Bottas by a minute 19 in 2021. Uh, Max beat Alex by a minute 13 in nice. 2019. So clearly Hamilton's superior driver. 2018. Kimi Raikkonen. He did. Um, ooh. I think Verstappen got P2 from P18 on the grid. With he Lewis, did? <laughs> with Lewis in P3. Yep, spot on. There we go. All right, I'm in my stride now. Uh, 2017, this is where it falls apart. Um, Vettel took the lead at turn one and then still lost to Hamilton. So Hamilton won. Correct. Oh, who even drove in 2017? Oh, that was Verstappen's corner cutting. So it was Vettel second, Raikkonen third. Correct. 
Is that right? You're doing well, my friend. Yeah, that's that all spot right. on. Okay. 2016. Hamilton won. Correct. Rosberg was P2. Correct. And Danny Rick. Correct. I think because Rosberg overtook him after the BSC ended, didn't he? Spot on. Um, You're nailing this. 15 was a crazy race. Really good. Um, It was fantastic as a race. Everything was perfect about uh, it. Hamilton won from Nico Rosberg, uh, who got caught up by Augusta Wind. And then threw his hat at Hamilton. Very funny. Um, and then won seven races in a row after that. So, my goat. Who was P3, though? That's the question. Oh, it was... Um, I think... I I think it was Vettel. Yes, it was. Because, because the Red Bulls were 1-2 for a bit, weren't they? And then they finished 10th in DNF. <laughs> yes. Bang on. Max Verstappen finished that race P4 in Toro he did. Rosso. He did. Which would have been wild, because of course he couldn't drink the champagne on the podium. Yeah. Uh, and fun little fact as well after that race, Jamie. Hamilton actually won the title there, of course, from Vettel, from not Vettel, even from Rosberg. Point. Yeah. <laughs> nice luck. Nice three DNFs. Not happy. Um, 14. We're up to. Yep. Back to. Oh, this is a bit of a guess. Hamilton definitely won. Yep. Um, I assume Rosberg came second. Correct. <laughs> Who was good that year? Probably a Red Bull. This is a. I can't remember anything about this race. Yeah, I would say it was Danny Rick. Five. Correct. There we go. <laughs> We love it. You've got two more to go. 2013. And these should be easy for you because you were a Vettel. nerd back then. Vettel won. Yeah. 2013, part of the nine in a row. Weber DNF'd, so it wasn't him. Um, I think Grosjean finished second. Correct. I think it was a Mercedes. Or... For or Alonso, I would guess it was Lewis Hamilton. If I might be wrong, Hamilton finished P four. Oh, is it Alonso? No. Rosberg. No. That was who was it? Weber. Weber. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why you I thought swear he retired. Weber DNF'd. That's so annoying. There was only one retirement in that race. It was Adrian Sutil. Oh wow. Are you thinking oh, yeah. 2012? Maybe I'm thinking 2012. He definitely retired one of those two years. Um, um, 2012 would have been Hamilton, Vettel, Alonso. Yeah, one of the, what, three times they all stood on the podium together in their yeah. F1 career? Yeah, That's Weber annoying. had an alternator failure in 2012. Wow. I'm afraid. There you go. So I, that's I just 26, expect, I believe. I didn't expect Grosjean to beat a Red Bull. Because the Red Bull no. was just ridiculous. But fair play, Roman Grosjean. Uh, Weber didn't even finish second that year, remember? So. No, he didn't. But Grosjean, yeah, that was, I think, that or Japan, wasn't it? Were like the two yeah. races where he yeah. genuinely couldn't, probably should have beat Vettel. And, uh, or had Kimi not broke his back, he would have done it. In India, he finished third. No, he finished second from like 17th on the grid. So Yes, yeah. Shall we get our predictions in then, Jamie, for the US Grand Prix? Uh, yes, indeed. What should I say? We've got a sprint weekend as well, haven't we? What are the scores so... on the doors before we go into this? Oh, yes. Good shout. Um, I am two points ahead of you, 58-56. Okay, so I get to pick first. You do. It's beautiful. Um, I'm going to say them. 
because we just do quality sprint winner and top three, don't we, for this? Yes. We might have to change the lap six here as sprints become more prominent. Um, <laughs> are they becoming more prominent? They are every year, aren't they? We don't know which race is going to be sprint weekend next more year than still. Six, to be honest. Well, it's going to be eight or nine, I would have thought. Oh, um, I'm going to say Max Verstappen, Max Verstappen, <laughs> Max Verstappen, Lando Norris, Lewis Hamilton. Is it raining? Oh, it's raining a lot. Oh, no, I'm looking at Colombia. Never mind. <laughs> but there's a place called Cota in Colombia. I just typed in weather Cota. Um, Austin, Texas. Oh, it's not raining at all. No. Because <laughs> they're not racing in Cota, Colombia, as it turns out. Um, I will go Max Sprint winner. It was not Max last time, was it? Um, no. I'll oh, give us an Oscar Piastri. Oscar Piastri again. Uh, who's good? Max Oscar Verstappen's Piastri. quite good. I'll go Max. <laughs> I'll go race winner. Oh, do I just get the feeling that Max is going to have an issue? Could it be his first non-points finish of the year? Yeah, why not? You know what? Here's a, a debut winner for Lando Norris. It's going to happen. Really? Okay. Happen. That is Lando, bold. Piastri. McLaren won two. McLaren won two with, okay. with Carlos P3. So Gone McLaren's current and McLaren's former top three. There you go. Announced. That is bold, Jamie. And nice what I hate is you're normally finesse this, so you're probably going to get spot on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right well, you've heard calendar. it here, folks. Lando Norris, first race win. On Lando 20, Norris. 22nd of October. He's going to become a Grand Prix winner this weekend at Texas. Jamie, as always, my friend, it has been a pleasure. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you drop us a sub, drop us a follow, give us all that good stuff. Um, as Jamie would put it, those sweet, sweet interactions. Let <laughs> us know your top three as well down in the comments below. And yeah, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, next week, ready to look back at Lando Norris's first ever <laughs> Formula One Grand Prix victory, apparently. <laughs>